didn't know all of Molly Hatchet was dead now. I didn't know any of Molly Hatchet was still alive. I just saw it's Steve Holland, Molly Hatchet guitarist. He was the last surviving member of the classic lineup. I'm like, they're not that old. I mean, geez. Also, also, I could not have named a member of Molly Hatchet if my life had depended on it. And I know some really fucking obscure trivia. I cannot name a member of... I can't even name... I can name only one Molly Hatchet song. Can you name more than one Molly Hatchet song? There's Flirting with Disaster. And... Flirting with and, dancer, Disaster, the dance remix. <laughs> so, in other words, in other words, uh, there's one Molly Hatchet song and zero Molly Hatchet members. There you go. I'm looking at some of the deaths for the first time. One of the original Glow Wrestlers died. The farmer's daughter, not the farmer's daughter. Uh, well, we're really kind of digging into the obscure. Uh, I liked Glow. I was a teenage boy. I liked Glow. Yeah, I had the, the the Playboy channel, so there was I had no need. Yeah, I, don't know, I had to watch that uh, scrambled. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up thinking Picasso was a realist. Ah <laughs> oh, man, the the like this is the golden age of pornography. Some people say the seventies <laughs> was the golden age of pornography. Oh no, it's this, now. Oh, uh, the internet age is the golden age of pornography. Could just like. Not not even like ten years ago where you could stream it, but like it's just free now. Like before, you'd be like, oh well, if you pay for, you know, you join some site, and then you can watch all this great porn. Now it's like, oh, it's just all free, free porn. It's just everywhere. It's everywhere. If you want to get a little bit more personal, you have to pay for it. But beyond that, it's everywhere. Like they they've done studies about like. How it's like really warping kids' minds because it's like so ex- ex- excuse me accessible that it's really like doing some weird psychological damage to like teenagers <clears throat> that we're not we'll find out about in forty years you know um, that's uh, I hate to think that's the case but that might be so. <laughs> like like setting up like sort of like how like um, the, how like the perfect women who are you know portrayed on the internet are you know destroying girls as you know, self body image, and uh, now there's like a move today, like like for, you know, because like it's all the perfect images, it's all the, edit, you know, the photoshopped and like the perfect shot and the perfect right. lighting. And now and like, we all now now we all think we should you know be doing uh, some of the stuff that we see in porns to each other in the bedroom. Right. That like we're we're, we're warping people's minds to think like oh yeah, yeah yeah that's gonna happen to you. That's totally attainable. Yeah. Uh, three-way anal, I mean, like, <laughs> like, uh, you know, like, that's fantasy, and it doesn't really match with reality, so, like, it's, and it's just so attainable, not like, oh, man, I, I, we haven't even started the show yet, have we? No, we haven't. This is oh, one hell wow. of a, this is one hell of a, a cold open, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we should probably start the show now that we've done the checklist and the lineup, and uh, that's, we've added something else to the pre-show check today. That's right. I'll, I'll also have, let me let me check my timer. I don't want to run out of time. Uh, let's see. I have about an hour, an hour forty. So maybe I'll do an hour and a half. But uh, are you ready to get started? I'm ready. What 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 do we just say? You want to you want to pl- not play us out? I guess play us in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me go. In three. Two, one. 
to an unusually timely edition of What About Now? What about now? Now? What about now? 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 <laughs> wow. <laughs> this might be the quickest turnaround we've had on one of these episodes in, oh, a year? <laughs> no, hold on a second. When you say turnaround, you mean like the time since the last show, because... Exactly. This, this leads perfectly to what I want to talk about related to current events, because even though it might be... I don't know, when did we post the last show? Like a month, give or take, since um, we did the last show... However, yeah. there's still there's still turnaround, meaning that like today is well, oh that's yeah for Rich today is the thirteenth, August thirteenth, August thirteenth, two thousand twenty, and uh, it's a Thursday, and so you're gonna get me the you're gonna get me the your your copy of the recording this weekend, and then maybe another week or so, half a week to another week, uh, yeah, I'll post it, it. So there's still there's still a lag, there's still a week lag, and so that's that's perfect because I just want to point out that Darren. You and I, unbeknownst to us, have been incredible trendsetters. Did you realize that? I did not. I couldn't tell by my follower count, so... No, no, no. It's not, it's not our follower count. It's not the way we dress. It's not how we style our hair. Or, how, I, I guess I should say how you style your hair, because mine's kind of not, <laughs> not, not as, as, as present as, as it used to be. But, uh, no, we're trendsetters because... We, we built into every single show an inherent delay between the time that we record the show and the time that they post the show. And it's such, it's such a trend that we've set because now the Postal Service has followed suit. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> so it used to be that the, the post office, you know, you pop something in the mail maybe a day or two or three later, you get it. And now, and now the post office has decided through um, in, incredibly hor- horrible decisions by... by you know the the top management to intensely delay um, the, the 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 transit of mail to be like a week or two, which is exactly matches with how we do our shows. Yeah, it it, it really does. We it's we, amazing. We delay it about a week or two. So there you go. The postal. Uh, you know what? Maybe we have fifteen subscribers. I bet you one of them is. What is his name? Do you do you know? So it. it what is his name? It brings us perfect. This is perfect trending topic all, all week, which is like the just the 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 tomfoolery, the fuckery that's going on at the post office. And what is the guy's name? You know, the, the new postmaster general. What is his name? Do you know? Oh, I all I know is he actually has like part ownership or stock in actual like private mail carriers on top of everything. So he's got like the the built-in conflict and interest. I'm trying to remember his name. DeJoy, uh, Louis DeJoy. The joy. I was going to say love joy. I'm like, no, that's the pastor on The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, so close, so close. Uh, Louis, Louis, Louis to his friends. L- Louis to joy. Uh, 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 who, who is so far up Trump's ass, because he's, he's a major he's a Republican a donor, donor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and he, he was put in charge. He was made the Postmaster General. By the way, first, first time in, in probably decades, if not ever, that... Postmaster General did not come from the post office. Usually it's your rank and file that work their way up and become the Postmaster General. So, of course, as, as we're in a, a, an era of uh, breaking tradition um, norms, breaking norms, they, uh, Trump appointed a, a person who has never worked at the post office to be the Postmaster General, who is um, intentionally now slowing down the mail. And... Now, Trump today, just today, he said in an interview on Fox News, well, of course we're slowing down the mail because we don't... Oh, no, no, it wasn't... What he said was, 
of course we're not gonna we're not gonna allow the extra funding for the post office because if we allow extra funding, then they'll be able to handle all the the mail in ballots, and we don't want that. And so, like right. again, the the idea that Trump is just saying out loud what what nobody ever says out loud about the you know the the skull fuckery and tomfoolery the, the Republican Party were like you know well they say oh well we're we're going to institute voter ID because we're worried about fraud and they're not they're just you know they're just practicing um, and trying to implement voter suppression and so and so of course the thing that they're pretending is that well you know we're it, it's time to make the post office solvent right because they're 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 losing money and they can't stay afloat at the current practices so we're, so we're trying to cut costs to keep them afloat right because they were um with with the pol- everybody knows it's been talked about so much in the news but like what uh 10 it was about 2006 or 2008 yeah, I, was under, or, I was under the last republican president they were well they basically they were, pa- to they passed uh passed a law to they have to pre-fund the health care for 75 years and that's caused yes. them to be incredibly um non-profitable to be credibly uh, um uh, you know burning much more than they take in and so they of course the excuse is well, you know, we're trying to fix things, trying to make it right, but we it really it's about voter suppression of mail-in ballots. And he just fucking goes on Fox News, the dipshit, the uh, the the dipshit in chief goes on Fox News and said, "Well, well you know, well we're, we're we don't want any more funding for the post office because we don't want the mail-in ballots because that would be a fair election." Like my God. <laughs> but who's going to stop him? You know what? We're going to stop them because fuck the post office. Everybody's just going to go down there and vote. I say people People are so tired of this shit. People are going to stand in line for 10 hours wearing their goddamn masks. And they're going to have their lawn chairs and their, their fucking power bars. Or I should say cliff bars because there's no more power bars. Uh, that's we'll talk about uh, discontinued foods later. But people are going to go down there with their energy bars and their lawn chairs and their fucking masks for 10 hours and vote this, this, fucking, this fucking boil, this... Puss infested boil on the ass of America. And vote him out. Vote him out and send him to fucking jail. Because on January 21st, oh, uh, I'm, I'm going to have, you know what? I need to buy the popcorn now. Because, what, uh, Biden would, would get inaugurated on January 20th. And then fuck, I don't even know if it'll be the next day. I think it would be so beautiful if they just haul you know they they usually have the transition well of course it probably won't be a normal transition but they usually have you know like you know they're, they're both they're sitting on the stage you got the old the old guy not not age wise but like the you know like the the outgoing guy sitting on the stage right next to the new guy and they change they shake hands and i oh, you know hey hello and i'm bush and you're obama shake my hands i'm obama you're trump and you know hey welcome blah 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 and here's my my advice and my letter to you and how to deal with all this shit. No, no, no. First of all, it's probably not going to happen. Probably not even going to have a normal transition. But, like, you know, if I, if I dare dream to think that there would be a normal transition and they're both sitting on the stage and, and Biden gets sworn in and then Trump is sitting there and then as soon as Biden gets sworn in, the, the, some sort of law enforcement agency just fucking hauls his ass off the stage and, like, maybe puts a knee on his neck, you know, just, just for a little, uh, little justice, you know? I I don't think that's going to happen. I find that which part? Which part is not going to happen? Scenario. Which pretty part is not going to happen? <laughs> pretty much all of it. <laughs> you mean like a normal transit? A, a normal yeah, transition, a normal of, transition power. of power. A, a, a quick judicious arrest of a former sitting president with a little 
extracurricular activity by the arresting officer. Yeah, none of that's going to happen. It's a, it's a, it's a great fever dream, my friend. But a fever dream. Well, yes. we know he's going to. You know, he's going to pardon himself. But the state of New York is is right now up his ass with a flying tooth, tooth comb because that's just in the past couple of weeks we found out that they the act the uh, was it the state of New York they keep calling it the Manhattan uh, DA yeah the southern but district it's, it's but it's no but it's 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 the state of New York right it's the the state the New York state prosecutor has been up his ass they got. The subpo- they got the documents from Deutsche Bank. They served Deutsche Bank subpoenas for the records, and they got the records. It, we found we didn't even find out until like it happened months ago. Deutsche Bank gave them the financial records. Yeah, so they, 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 they were required to. <laughs> I know, and it apparently, like, like I'm surprised it wasn't fought over in court. But anyway, so like, it, it was. It they lost. Remember that the, the the that was one of the things the Supreme Court heard last month was that they could be subpoenaed. But no, that was something different, because Deutsche Bank turned over the financial records months ago in secret. Did you not hear about that story? Not, not. No, this this was not. This was Trump's tax. This was something different. Like it was something completely under the radar. I don't think it was Deutsche Bank, but like they were fighting the Supreme Court not over Deutsche Bank, but over something else. Well, there was um, one for for the the Democrats to get uh, the House to get the records, yeah, yeah. and I think that was that was put off. It wasn't denied it was the motion was kind of like put off it, it, it won't happen till after the election pretty much right now this is something different dude okay here it is uh august it uh let's see blah 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 i'm trying to think all i know is, is that they were subpoenaed last year and uh let's see wait mm. da the manhattan da issued a subpoena Last year, it's not saying when Deutsche Bank turned it over, but I was under the impression. But, I swear but, I saw but this, the Supreme. I've got the article here, and on July 9th, the Supreme Court says the Manhattan prosecutor may pursue Trump's financial records. Denies but, but, Congress access for now. I think there's a difference between financial records and tax records. So those are two different things. So I think maybe Deutsche Bank turned over the financial records. Um, ages ago, it was under the radar, and it just came to light, and that's different than its tax return. So I, mean, I think we're talking about a couple different things here. Anyway, so bottom line, okay. So the time we're not sure about the timing. The bottom line is, is that Deutsche Bank handed over some form of financial records to Manhattan DA, which for the state of New York, and on January twenty first, they're going to come a knocking. Uh, maybe, maybe. I think that's what every as I think that's what every person that hates Trump wants to believe. Um, I I I don't believe in anything good right now, so I'm not sure I agree. But well, how about just anybody who believes in the rule of law? Um, that has been flouted over and over again for for the last four years. Um, All right. I, I I seriously I seriously what are we what are we prepared to do as a nation if I mean, I can I can seriously see him not not leaving. He's already setting it up to contest. Have we figured it out? And so, is this in your scenario? Is that he lost, but he's not leaving, or the election hasn't been decided? What and what what are we what scenario? I'm, ta- talking, I'm about? talking about he loses and he's still contesting it, saying it was unfair, there was cheating, there was mass voter fraud, the mail-in votes got through, and it was all illegal, 
and he he's going to contest it in court. But like the election has been certified, like even though he's bitching and moaning and whining, like the electors, because like it happens in December, the electors actually get together and cast their votes, and then the election is certified. So we're talking about like, like it's been certified that it's 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 President elect Biden, right? We're at that point. Uh, yeah, I mean it. it, it it looks like Biden has enough votes and uh, to win the electoral college. Because it's not we're not we're not at a point where like maybe the Republican-controlled states are refusing to certify the election. We're not talking about something like that. Well, that's always a possibility as well. Perhaps. But, but you're saying like that's official. Biden's president-elect. Trump has lost, and he's not going to leave. Well, guess what? It, it, it doesn't matter because the Constitution says. That he's not president anymore. So the fact that what he, he's he's like, what he's like, held up in the White House, like, uh, like uh, I'm trying to think of some not offensive term, like scenario from history, like Elian Gonzalez in South Florida in the House, or like, like, like um, David Koresh on on the on the ranch in Waco, like something like that, like hold up and refusing to leave. Uh, sure, let's we'll go with that scenario. You think okay, they'll just one? drag him out? I mean, it doesn't matter because he's not president, and the White House. I, I like some. I was reading some articles. Somebody made a point where, like, like it's it's the seat of power is not that house, right? It's it's the wherever the wherever the president is. That's that's where the power is. What we you know, like Air Force One is is whatever plane whatever plane the president is on, right? It, if it's not necessarily the Air Force, like if if he's on a Marine. Aircraft, it's Marine One. If he's on whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's right. it's Air Force One. It's not. It's wherever he is. If he's on a fucking, if Biden is on a prop plane, that's Air Force One, right? Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so it doesn't matter. The presidency is wherever Biden is. It doesn't matter if he is in, whether or not he's in the house with the with the pretty China, you know. <laughs> so you you think that people will just tell him to leave and he'll he'll eventually go? So. <laughs> I don't give a shit because, like, Biden's president at that point, and I'm pretty sure the military, the officers who have sworn to uphold and defend the Constitution, well, it it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I don't care what house he's in. It's whether or not he's certified. But, uh, yeah, it's going to get hairy because we're on the home stretch right now, and... uh, Less than three months from the election, and now that it's all the now it's all the uh, the bullshit going on with the post office. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? It's just been because every day there's some new story at the post office. But you know, I don't give a shit. What? Okay, so what's the end run around it? So gonna have to do it the old fashioned way. Gonna have there's, to. You have to. You have to. You have to go in. You have two two options. Uh, um. If, if you are physically able to get out and vote, by all means, you should do everything in your power to get out and vote. Because there's a very good chance this year that your ballot will not reach, be postmarked and reach where it needs to be in time yeah. for it to be counted. So this is what I'm going to do. So I looked into it in Maryland. Apparently you can print your ballots at home. And you can either mail them in or drop them off. And so we're going to probably print them out at home, and then I'm going to go down there and drop them off. Drop them off wherever I'm supposed to drop them off. Got to fuck mask up, mask up, and drop them off. <laughs> uh, 
if you cannot leave, if you are not physically able to go out and vote, and there are people out there that aren't, make sure when you get your absentee ballot or your mail-in ballot, ballot, whatever state you're in and however they decide to call it, because all, all absentee votes are mail-in votes, but not all mail-in ballots are absentee ballots. You mean like because... Yeah, states, with mail-in, mail-in voting, states have different rules for right. mail-in voting. There, there are certain criteria sometimes you have to meet for, uh, for an absentee ballot that in another state you don't have to meet for a mail-in ballot. Um, so some states are, are, are already free with mail-in ballots, and anybody can do it. Other states you have to kind of go through a little bit more of a proof that, that there's, there's a hardship or a reason why you can't vote in person, which would then be considered an absentee ballot. So, there, so all absentee ballots are mail-in ballots, but not all mail-in ballots are absentee ballots. I guess, because I mean, like, you can you can live, you can, I don't know, like, what, you'd be away at school and still vote absentee in your home state, something like that? Right, right. But um, here's, So here's the thing, so like, again, the bottom line is, so, it's the, the new mantra, mask up, right? Mask right. up in your daily life, mask up, go down, drop off your ballot, if yeah. your state allows that, yeah. because with the post office and the, just the... The, the disgusting things going on with the post office right now. And by the way, when you when, when you you slow down the post office by a couple of weeks, you basically fuck small businesses. You fuck people who need their medicines. You fuck yes. rural rural yes. communities that have no other lifeline. He fucks his voters more than anything. That's the thing is, the, the worst thing is is if you are a Donald Trump voter and you are in one of these rural red states. Please understand that he doesn't care about you. He doesn't give a shit about you. He's whatever, never cared about what, you. Whatever grievances you feel that he is addressing, and I understand that there is some legitimate grievances that people have, that there are people in this country that feel forgotten. I, I, I get that. I really do. And I get that they think that this man is addressing them, but he's not. He's not addressing it because he doesn't care about it. He cares about himself. He's- and he cares yeah. only about himself. And if you are, if 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 playing you for a rube advances him, he will play you for a rube. And if turning his back on you and making sure that your grandmother doesn't get her prescription medicine in time because she's in rural Nebraska, he doesn't care. If it means that he has a better chance of winning election, he will do it. So, just get that out of your brain that he gives a shit yeah, about. Yeah, seriously. As an example, this whole because the st- there's a stalemate going on the 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 impasse uh, of regarding the next pandemic relief bill, and so Trump. That's the other thing in the news is he signed a couple executive orders. One of them is to, he. It was the illusion of cutting payroll tax, and it's just like there's so much to unpack there because first of all, you know he. He, you know, he, he's talked about wanting to make it per- permanent, meaning get rid of payroll tax, meaning fuck Social Security. But besides that, what he actually did was he just basically made payroll tax collection optional until the end of the year. I don't know if it's the calendar year or the tax year. But the bottom line is, if you stop paying your t- payroll tax now, you still owe that payroll tax at some point in the near future. It's just a, yeah. it's basically so, like, instead of taking yeah. out of every paycheck. It, it, takes, it takes an act of legislation to make it permanent. <laughs> which means a law, which means Congress. 
So it's, he's just delayed the collection of the payroll tax. Exactly. Now he's saying if he's if he's reelected, he's going to waive it, and, and he's cry, he's going to try to waive it permanently. He's not still saying how if he doesn't have control of Congress, but <laughs> that's what he's he's claiming. If reelected, it would be permanent. The bottom line is he wants to cut Social Security because as as a businessman who doesn't give a shit about his employees, exactly. that's an extra payment on the on the on the side of. Of the employer because employer, mm-hmm. if you did not know, employers match yeah. um, Social Security and Medicare payments. Of course, that's how it stays solvent. No, no. no. And, so, Darren, are you familiar? Like, so, like every paycheck out of your paycheck and my paycheck, there are deductions for Social Security, and Medicare. Yeah, it's FICA. It's FICA. Your FICA taxes. Yes. 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 Do you know that your employer matches that yes. penny for penny? <laughs> that's how the program stays solvent because they're matching. Exactly. So that's. It's it's an additional uh, cost for employers, right? Of course. So whatever. And and then he goes and 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 says he'll 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 draw it from the general fund is is what he, I think he he said when they brought up the well that that that's going to cut social no no it's not going to cut it I'll draw it from the general fund, which is you know again he 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 says things in this very light on the details and the legality of what he's doing. Well, the um, idea is that you just you throw out a bunch of words. Did you see the executive order declaring that insurance companies can't kick you off your your uh, insurance for a pre-existing condition? Whoa! You mean Obamacare? <laughs> no, but see, here's the thing: his his plan is repealing Obamacare, and he said, "Well, though he knows full well that the thing that people like about Obamacare is the fact that you can't get kicked off your insurance for a pre-existing condition." Um, so he's going to put an executive order in, so that way he can repeal the law, and he expects us to believe that his executive uh-huh. order is going to hold the same weight as actual legislation. Now, did you see the executive order he signed that says that the sun is required to rise in the east and set in the west? Did you see? Did you see about that executive order? <laughs> I'm see, so glad because, that, like, every yeah, morning, I, hold on, hold on. Every morning I wake up, I don't know where the sun's going to be coming from—from from this side of the house, from that side of the house. And I was like. <laughs> Thank God, President Trump signed that executive order. No, but 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 see, it, it sounds stupid on the surface of it because it you know it's already a law. Why would you need executive order? So on the surface of it, it sounds very stupid, but it's not. What it is, it's it is political maneuvering. He's going to put this executive order in in place. They want to appeal Obamacare, and they eventually, if they maintain power, will do so. They will repeal Obamacare. He's going to say the executive order protects you, though. Don't worry about it. The first day the, the Obamacare is is um, is is repealed, the insurance company insurance companies en masse are going to go right to the courthouse and file a suit against the executive order, saying the executive order is not law and it's unfair, making them undue hardship and undue burden on their on their companies. It's going to work its way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court is going to say, yeah, you, there's no reason, you're not getting the payoff of having everybody join your program, therefore you can't be penalized. It was part of a tax, and it was the, oh, the agreement part of the tax, so the executive order doesn't stand, and Trump's going to say, well, I tried. Darren, you're so cynical. Come on. Have a little faith in, 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 the, in him and in the system. Come on. Well, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else? I mean, there's just so much. Uh, before, we, before we move on, I, I want to just do a kind of a quick recap. We were going through nightmare scenarios, and I, I, I just want to 
briefly recap this article I just pulled up from The Guardian from, from July. A nightmare scenario that could happen uh, for wait, Trump. Can I, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, wait a minute. We're talking about nightmare scenarios about Trump? Because I was just going to... Yeah. I wanted so, to spitball and just... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Okay. I just want to spit, spitball here on nightmare scenarios affecting me. <coughs> okay. Like, all my ex-girlfriends and show up on my door... And they want to have a chat with my wife, something like that. They don't exist, so you're okay. Well, no, besides the one that died, a few of them do exist, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on, have a, you've met one or two of the, you know, harpies. Uh, you know, I, I, a worse scenario is all the current girlfriends want to come out and talk to your wife. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay, yes, yes. Even bigger damer scenario. My current g- girlfriends show up. I want to have a little chat with my wife. Yeah, I, maybe, think, that, uh, I think that one's much worse. The old girlfriends can't tell your wife anything she hasn't found out for herself already. The worst that would happen was like, why weren't you here ten years ago and could have warned me? Get off my porch. <laughs> I guess. What are some other nightmare scenarios? Like, uh, let's see. Who comes to live with me? My parents. Oh, my parents were threatening to come move with me because if he gets rid of Social Security, they're going to get thrown out of the house and so my parents have to come live with me nightmare scenario number two there you go that works <laughs> the in-laws <laughs> oh and they, you can you can't retire ever uh i mean what why can't i retire we just got rid of social security and medicare uh your four one your four hundred one k is going to tank like literally two months before you retire. Um, even if it didn't tank, you wouldn't be able to afford the exorbitant cost of health care because you're sixty five and don't have Medicare, so you have to work till you die. Well, I, w- I would look on the bright side and say, I'm not worried about retiring because the COVID pandemic is never going to end. We're never going to find a cure, and it's going to eventually get me. So I don't have to even worry about retiring. <laughs> So, so like, we're five, five years from now when we're still still dealing with COVID because even though there's a couple treatments, they still that's actually worried me. Like, we don't have a vaccine for the common cold. What if COVID turns out to be just like the cold? We'll, we'll just never have a vaccine. Oh. As long as it doesn't kill, like, 250,000 people a year, you know, we can deal with it. Well, I guess, think about it. The flu, there's no universal flu vaccine. You have to get vaccinated every year, right. and every year it's a different strain. And maybe the flu vaccine is 20% effective or 50% effective. So, like, what if COVID is like the flu, where it's like every year we're going to have a vaccine, we hope it works. I think that's a very well real possibility. I don't think I ever expect this virus to go away and we never, and nobody dies of COVID ever again. You know, maybe maybe it ends up being like polio and we, we get lucky that way. But I kind of think more, more likely or not that it's going to be one of those things that, all right, it was a bad COVID season. We lost 60,000 people this year. Uh, and a good COVID season, we lose like 15, 20,000 people. Like the flu. Yeah, except that I, I listened to a great article by somebody. I don't know if it was like on, I listened to the, was it the Daily? It's the New York Times podcast, but it explained like what happened, what happened to the virus 
from the 1918 pandemic. And it basically went dormant for a while, and then it came back as a milder flu. It came back as okay. the H1N1, yeah. which, was mi- was, which was milder. So that's basically, that's basically how they progress. These deadly pandemics basically mutate to milder forms. Right. Or stronger. <laughs> I, no, like, I, they say that, like, that's the typical thing, is that they mutate yeah. to milder forms, yeah. because then like, they either they burn out or they mutate to milder forms. Mm-hmm. And we get better at fighting it, so... So I guess eventually, at least in another hundred years, we won't have to worry about it. So there you go. That's some bright, some good news there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so their nightmare scenario uh, yes, would be on, nightmare a, scenario. On, on, on election day, Biden has uh-huh. a, a substantial lead in the popular vote, but the Electoral College is tight. Um, Biden is leading 252 to 240, but no one has secured the 270 to win. And Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania are the ones that it all hinges on. They've got 46 electoral votes. Um, Trump has a slim lead in those three states on election day, but that does not include the the mail-in ballots uh, because those three states uh, are not allowed to, the election officials there don't allow uh, counting of the mail-ins until election day itself. Some states can do it earlier, apparently, like Colorado. But, but those three states do not. So they have to start counting them that day. And it's going to take a while because it's a very close race and they're going to do it, do it right. So, but what happens is Trump is based on his November, you know, on his leads in those states, he declares himself reelected immediately. And then, of course, Fox News and all of them just start trumpeting that, you know. And, and they say, you know, concede Biden, you've lost. And Biden says, no, I'm not going to, you know, concede uh, until all the mail-in ballots have been caught, you know, counted. Um, let's see where this goes from there. Well, hold on a second. It doesn't ma- it doesn't matter what Trump says. It's, first of all, it's up to the states. Okay. There's fi- there's 50 right. different. Uh, um, hold on. Let, let, let me finish it, this. And we we can we can the count in the mail-in ballots in the three uh, swing states is plagued by delays, overworked election officials, slowed by the me- need to maintain social distance. Struggle to process the huge volume of votes. Trump's lawyers, aided by the Department of Justice, bring multiple suits insisting that tens of thousands of votes must be tossed out for having failed to arrive by the date specified by statute. All the same, as the count creeps forward, that clear pattern emerges. Trump's lead is shrinking and then vanishes altogether. By the time the three states complete their canvas of votes nearly a month after the election, the nation faces an astonishing result. Biden now leads in all three. It appears he's been elected our next president. Only Trump tweets bloody murder. All his most dire predictions have come to pass. The mail-in ballots are infected with fraud. The radical Democrats are trying to steal this victory. The election has been rigged. Now things take an ominous turn. Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania all share the same political profile. All three states are controlled by Republican legislatures faithful to Trump. And so Republican lawmakers take up the fight to declare Trump victorious in their state. Citing irregularities and unconscionable delays in the counting of the mail-in ballots, state Republicans award Trump their state electoral college votes. Yet all three of our crucial swing states also have Democratic governors. Outraged by the actions of Republican lawmakers, the Democratic governors of Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania announced they will recognize Biden as having carried the state. They certify Biden as the winner and send the certificate certificate cast by his electors onto Congress. It's now January 6th, the day on which the joint session of Congress opens the state's electoral certificates and officially tallies the votes. Normally, this is ceremonial, but not today. Suddenly, Congress is confronted with the astonishing reality that all three states have submitted conflicting electoral certificates, one awarding its electoral college votes to Trump, the other to Biden. 
seemed far-fetched, and yet the nation faced a nearly identical crisis in the notorious Hayes-Tilden election of 1876. I'm not going to go into all that. But that is the nightmare scenario. Right, because then there was a... Uh, there was a, it was called Rutherford B. Hayes, where it was the Great Compromise. No, the, the, the Great was it the Great? It was some sort of compromise where basically they gave the presidency to Hayes in a term in exchange for what the the North leaving the South and ending Reconstruction. Remember that from your history books? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But like anyway, so you know what? Let let the people that are smarter than us figure it out. Um, I'm not gonna. There's no point in worrying. Let's just figure out what we can do. I can't do anything with the post office, other than I bought my John Oliver stamps because John Oliver came up with some. Uh, I yeah, I saw that his own stamps and stuff like that. Yeah, my wife for my birthday, my wife got me some John oh, Oliver awesome. stamps to support the post office. Now, have you used them? Um, no, because I um, have had regular stamps, and my wife was telling me like she doesn't want me to use them. I don't understand. Like, why can't I use them? <laughs> But uh, if because I should buy more stamps, I should I should use I should buy stamps and never use them. So like, buy some stamps and then never use them. Buy some more and use a little and then you know so like just constantly throw more money at the post office. I get I'm I'm fine with that in this situation right now. I'm fine with just throwing money at the post office. But like, what can I do? Mask up. That's my right. my new mantra. Just mask up. Okay, this this guy's article basically ended with. Um, the nightmare scenario ends with the Senate is still Republican, the House remains Democrat. Both are declaring the, each other's preferred candidate victorious. It goes to the Supreme Court, Supreme Court, and, Supre- yeah. and the Supreme Court decides, unlike in, in Bush v. Gore, that this is an issue for Congress and not for them. So they abstain from making a decision. Uh, Congress remains deadlocked, and people take to the streets, and then Trump basically calls in the Insurrection Act and the military gets involved. That's the end of his nightmare scenario. So my question is in this particular scenario, if this were to come and it would require people taking to the streets, would you take to the streets? Only if it's with all of my ex-girlfriends. Because <laughs> If it's a nightmare scenario, I would call up all my exes, the ones that are still alive, call up and say, all right, we're getting together. We're getting the gang back together. We're all going to go march. <laughs> I, I mean, we, you, say, you, you say there's nothing we can do. And we, there's certain limitations on what we can do, for sure. We're not very powerful people individually. But collectively, people are very strong. So my question becomes, at this point, if it's necessary to force a regime, re, regime change through taking to the streets... Are you going to do that? Are you I going don't know. to do that? I don't know. With the full knowledge that violence may ensue. Um, I'm not saying I would or would not, but I, I'm definitely saying that there would have to be certain, certain requirements for me to consider it. For example, I would have to be listening to the song by the Doobie Brothers taking it to the streets. I mean, <laughs> like I, I, I couldn't do it without that. I mean, obviously we've already said that I would have to get together all my ex-girlfriends, because it is a nightmare scenario. Can you think of a more unlikely song to have a civil war to? (laughs) Taking it to the street. I think the only one one that I can think of that might be more unlikely is Why Can't We Be Friends? (laughs) um, 
You know, speaking of the Duber brothers, you know they got fucked, right? Because they were nominated. No, they were, they were, um, they were, I don't know, what's, not nominated, but they were elected to the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. And they, there was no ceremony. Did that's, you know that? That's right. They got fucked. They, are they in? Are they technically in now? Or I, I they guess not, they're they... technically in. They can still have the concert and stuff later. I'm sure they'll, they'll try to reschedule it. So, I, I'm, I'm certain that it won't be, i there's a lot of things that are going to get rescheduled and, and redone, and I'm sure that'll be one of it. People are going to want to party so hard whenever they eventually can. They'll they'll have the old parties, the new parties, the current parties, all kinds of parties. You know, people are going to are, are dying to party right now. They're dying to party so much right now that AMC theaters, some of them, are opening up on August 20th, and on August 20th for one day only. They said that come to the movies like it's 1920. All tickets are 15 cents. Uh, but how much is that copay for your COVID test? <laughs> I guess that's free. They've waived all copays for COVID tests. Yeah, but see, I think they're re-releasing Empire Strikes Back in theaters, so it might be worth it. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> and you could wear a Darth Vader mask with, like... Do they make uh, N95s in Darth Vader masks? <laughs> Do they make respirators in Darth Vader's? <laughs> there you go. Um, I don't know. So the answer is I don't know. Um, A difficult question. What about you? What, well, what about you? Um, I think I might be willing to. If, if, if it means the difference between my children living in a totalitarian regime... Or, you know, living in at least a semblance of a democracy, as imperfect as it may be, then I, I might have to. I don't fight for just myself anymore. Well, let's see. Let's, as we get closer, you know, let's, let's see how things turn out. The other option would be to, to flee, but considering because of the pandemic and our response to it, every country in the world has pretty much said, no, you can't come in. That's not really an option anymore. Uh, so smuggling people to Mexico, huh? Yeah, no. <laughs> I guess I'm going to say that we're not there yet, so let's uh, let's see how it turns out before we... But see, here's the problem. We, here's we're, the not, problem. we're not at the point where we have to make that decision. I understand, but the problem is this. For the last four years, we've been saying we're not there yet. We're not there yet. And... Cause, well, every, he's backed down on every, a lot of things, though. Every week... We inch a little bit closer to being there. Just a little bit closer to being there. Every week. And if we don't start thinking about what our exit strategy is for all of this, it's going to be here before we know it. Did I, did I also mention that my, my, so my ex-girlfriends will have to be there with me. My parents, obviously, because like, <laughs> like, uh, when the, I get, I don't know. I guess if my parents moved in with me, I would be more likely to leave the house. Right. Nightmare scenario. I don't know. Let's let me ponder it and get back to you. <laughs> you're, so you're you're a hard yes. You're a hard yes. I'm uh, I'm I'm a I'm a lean yes. Oh, you're leaning a leaning I'm a lean a leaning yes. yes. Okay. I'm a lean yes. I'm uh, I don't know. I'm a lean yes, with with every more 
instance of fascism creeping in, I become a little less lean and a little more hard. That sounded a little <laughs> off, but <laughs> little, well, kind of getting a little homoerotic here. That's uh, it's not June, so uh, what happens in Pride Month stays in Pride Month, you know. <laughs> it was it was a late shout out to Pride Month. What can I say? Okay, but uh, I don't know. Let's take it. Let's uh, let's just take it a day at a time. Let's let's go. You know what? Why don't we focus on the prize? Why don't we focus on? There's there's no having to even contemplate the scenario if we don't vote him out. Right. So why don't we right now focus on masking up? <laughs> Episode thirty nine. Mask up. What do you mask think? Mask up. I like it. Mask up. Uh, it, it's it's so funny. We, we we constantly talk on on on, on this show about how things come so fast at us that we can't keep up. I, even if we were to do something more timely than we do, we, we can't keep up with going what, what's, what's going on, and we just forget things because like we're taught we've been talking here for forty five minutes, and not one of us has mentioned that the Southern District in New York is trying to sue the NRA out of existence. <laughs> All right, that was kind of cool. That was that was an amazing uh, amazing story. Again, again, New York State. Yeah, New York State. Well, it's, okay, it's filed in the Southern District of New York, so. Um, but the, that story, just a quick recap, we won't spend too much time on it, because we just don't have that much time. Um, the, the, there's been investigations into the finances of the NRA and how they've been spending their money, and New York, uh, again, got some records from, was it Deutsche Bank again? I think it was. Probably. Um, I, they, they seem to have everybody, um, and they they have filed uh, uh, an uh, an attempt to dissolve the NRA for for corruption from for economic economic malfeasance the the, the misappropriation of funds. Uh, Wayne Lapierre and uh, the COO and everybody else pretty much on the board apparently have been spending that money very extravagantly, uh, spending it in ways that are illegal, and. Even though it's a civil suit against the individuals, there's actually no criminal charges filed against them. It is there is an attempt to say that the the NRA guess loses its uh, its uh, right charter, to be a charter or, or, or uses its uh, tax exempt status or whatever, and um, gets dissolved. So I'm just I'm just I'm just spitballing here, but like. Um the only scenario that came to mind for me is goodbye NRA, hello ARA. It's now yeah. the American Rifle Association. Yeah. They'll, they'll just reform under something else. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be a, a legal battle. It's it's it won't have the implications you know that we necessarily want. It's not like the NRA misappropriated funds. They're sued. They're gone, and now everybody's guns magically disappeared. That doesn't work that way. So. But what if it did? Ooh, that was the secret the whole time. Yeah, what if there's like a magic amulet or something at the NRA headquarters, and then you know the the, the, the state New York State Police bust in, they grab the amulet, they they snatch it from around the neck of Wayne Lapierre, and then suddenly all the guns just go. They just turn to dust like the finger snap <laughs> from uh, from Endgame, you know, or uh, whatever the Avengers. You should have gone for the head. <laughs> exactly. 
Ah, oh, you are full of liberal wet dreams today, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Trump getting pulled off the podium <sighs> and a knee in his neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, shall we transition away from uh, <laughs> politics? I think we've uh, done enough. I know we're running a little short on time tonight. Uh, do you want to get some some things in outside of the political spectrum? Sir, hold on a second. Are you wearing your Darth Vader N95 mask right now? Because I'm having a hard time hearing you. Uh, no. Oh, I can hear you now. There you go. Perfect. Okay. okay. Uh, so you said you want to transition to something that's not politics? Yeah. Yeah, we can move away from the political spectrum. I know we're, we're on a, a short... Uh, leash tonight as far as time so about another maybe another 30 minutes give or take yeah um what else i just i just want to throw out i just want to since we're maybe going to ease back into a couple segments i want to you want to do an in memoriam and have another yeah another segment as well yeah let's do a quick uh in in memoriam then we'll each tell a a a quick little story and, and and go from there so okay um let's see so of course the big one was john lewis he passed away absolutely um uh, civil rights icon, uh, icon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and and uh, <laughs> another funeral Trump didn't attend. So, <laughs> such a classy guy. So with John Lewis, because because everything, you know, in the civil rights movement was before I was born. Frankly, uh, even for two old fucks like us, mm-hmm. the th- see the thing that stands out in my memory about John Lewis is his his modern day. Um, you call it civil disobedience, which was when he led the sit-in on the House floor. Yes. That's my yeah. my searing memory of him, is the mm-hmm. anti-gun sit-in on the House floor. That, to me, was amazing. Yeah, yeah. He he never lost that that will to fight, so. And, beca- and because, and that I think that was when um, Republicans still controlled the House. Mm-hmm. Um, before 2018 midterms, and you know, just the endless, just was it the the year of just shooting after shooting after shooting? Yeah, nothing, absolutely nothing being done about it. And say, so, you know, we got to figure out something. And we still we didn't. Got... <laughs> yeah. So we still didn't. Uh, let's see, who else passed away? Uh, you're you're a child of the 80s and probably watched more news than you should have. Uh, Hugh Downs, former anchor of 2020, passed away. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. So he was ninety nine years old. Good for him. Wow. Yeah. Oh, oh, he was so young. Yeah. Him and him and Carl Reiner. Why couldn't they? Why do well, they have to go so soon? Well, neither of them had anything on Olivia De Havilland, who passed away last month at a hundred and four. She was in Gone with the Wind. Yes, she was. What I never, I've never actually seen the movie. Did she play? Who, who did she play? She played um, the sister. I think Scarlet's sister. I can't remember the character's name. Okay, who played uh, Scarlet? Uh, Vivian Lee, she's been dead for years. Okay. So. But right. she was 104. Wow. Uh, Ennio Morricone, who was the composer of most of the spaghetti westerns and composed for things like Good and the Bad and the Ugly. So, uh-huh. that's him. He he, he, he passed away. Um, Charlie you know, Darren, you, so on, the, on, the, on the one hand, that, that little music that you interjected was completely unrecognizable. On the other hand, that means we don't have to pay any royalties. There you go. <laughs> I did it on purpose. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, Charlie Daniels, uh, who, uh-huh. when he was good, the devil went down to Georgia, which was pretty entertaining, and then became a, big, a great old, song, yes. big old crazy trumper in the end there, so fuck him. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, let's see. I have a few more. Uh, we lost Regis. Regis Philbin. Regis Philbin, yes, absolutely. Uh, TV icon. TV icon. Uh, for like, what, 60 years he was in TV? I oh, yeah. Regis. Yeah, I mean, he's been in forever. Um, who else did we lose? Uh, we lost uh, Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. <gasps> Wilford Brimley. He has been... He's been a re- recurring topic on our podcast. We lost, we lost old Wilford Brimley. Yes, that was awful. That was awful. Um, Kelly Preston, she passed away. Kelly Preston, yes, yeah. that was a big thing. Otherwise, all, other, otherwise known as the spouse of John Travolta. John Travolta, yeah. Uh, I think what you want about Scientology, and I don't think much of it either. But uh, that guy's been through a whole lot of shit the last few years. I, I got a feel for him, you know, losing your son and losing your wife. Yeah. But Kelly Preston, I mean, she was in a ton of '80s movies. Like, oh I, yeah, like yeah. I knew about her long before the whole Travolta thing. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Pretty woman, very pretty. So too young, too young. Like uh, obscure, obscure '80s movies that I've seen that she's in, like Mischief, like Fifty Two Pickup, oh my like God. the one with Helen Hunt. Was it called? Was it called Only You? What was it called? With Helen Hunt, you remember yeah, that one from like the early I '90s? Think so. Yeah. She did uh, For Love of the Game with Kevin Costner. Not very good, but uh, that's another one she did. Um, myth, myth, Mythbuster fans, uh, Grant Imahara passed away. Right. Uh, um, I used to watch that show occasionally, not religiously, but another way too young. If you watched Glee, I did not. Uh, now you're I did not. Yeah, I did not. Um, that was a pretty sad story, again. Way too young for that. Um, am I missing any? Uh, I think we got everybody. Let's yeah. see. What else? What else? Oh, I told uh, you. Uh, I told you that guitarist for Molly Hatchet passed away, and he was apparently the last surviving member. And we both hadn't realized that, uh, you know, that they were all not dead or alive. You know, we hadn't really not thought about Molly Hatchet. I think we both agreed we could only name one Molly Hatchet song. I, I'm way more saddened by the death of probably anybody we've mentioned compared to... I'm sure he was a nice guy. I, I guess I'm, I'm probably... Depending on his politics, but like... I guess I'm probably um, sadder than, that he died than, than, say, Charlie Daniels, who apparently was a giant trumper. Yeah, he was a giant trumper. Screw that guy. Oh, we, I mean, uh, like, we, we shouldn't overlook C.T. Vivian, another civil rights leader that passed away right around the same time John Lewis did. So, But again, I guess, I, I don't... Just because you're a trumper doesn't necessarily mean you're a horrible person, though. I mean, I mean, was Charlie Daniels like a like a racist, or was he just a trumper? I, mean, I don't... I, they're, they're becoming interchangeable these days, so I, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So here's my here's my thing with that. It's like, for example, like every old person, um, every somebody from the older generation, like related to me or my wife is a trumper, mm-hmm. and like, like for example, my father, like, he's definitely racist. But like on my mom, on like my side, like my my folks, they're not they're not racists. I, I've never known at least like my mom. I've never known her to be a racist. So like, in fact, you know, she's she's told me stories of how like because she's old like in the 50s like when she was young in the era of the 
you know, the segregated South and like the different drinking fountains, like she would drink out of the, the black, the black drinking fountains. Like that, that was her act of civil disobedience. She's like, I'm not going to, you know, drink out of one drinking fountain or the other. And, and so like, she made a point to tell me like, like she, she, you know, that was her contribution to the civil rights movement. Although like, I guess I could be considered rude because it's like, you know, black people probably had the shittier drinking fountains and the fewer drinking fountains, and then the white person's coming. And exactly, the white person, white lady's coming on like, oh look, a drinking fountain. So okay, so what is it about Trump that she likes then? I I mean, but my my point my point is is that like she, so I mean, would you would you would you agree that like in the fifties, like a young person. Not standing for drinking at a different drinking fountains was is 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 a is a sign that like yeah I would, hey, I'm not a, I'm not a racist you know? I, I would I would say yeah I would agree with that but then how can you you know 50, 60 years later look at a man who has done some pretty damn racist things over his lifetime and say yeah I'm okay with that does she just not acknowledge that they're racist does she just not ag- does she think, well, he's a little bit racist, but I like other things about him? And at what point, what is it that he does that excuses the racism? I think it's like, like sort of, like I'm not that way, but he more aligns with my my beliefs on other things. I mean, so like, I don't I don't necessarily buy that you're a racist um, if you support him. Uh, I, I don't know. Okay, am I wrong? I, I don't think you're wrong. I But here's the thing. If you're supporting Trump to this point, and you're not a racist, you are, at the very least, excusing racism. You are... Yeah, that, that, you that are, I, will, I will... You are, in, you are excusing and enabling racism. And so my question to you is, what... What is it that you got in return to want to pay that price? Because that's a pretty steep price to pay for stuff. So what is it that he does that you get in return to go ahead and turn a blind eye to a president who's pretty blatantly racist? And we can go through the whole laundry list. I'm not going to do it again. So, um, so I'm not a racist. I just support one sort of thing. Like... I'm not a racist in my personal life, but I don't. Right. I I vote for the guy who is racist because I am. Su- uh, I am supporting a man that is provably racist, not possibly racist, provably racist. I don't know how to. I don't know how to reconcile that. <laughs> but as as an example, so like again, we we're talking about Charlie Daniels, and like you know, I don't know if he was a bad person other than. You know, even though he supported Trump, right. so you can be. I mean, frankly, one of the, one of the things. I guess I take that back because, like, she's she's like been a Fox News person for a while, but at the same time, she's old and she's like maybe you know, you know losing it slightly. Not not as sharp as, as she used to be, if you know what I mean. And um, that Fox News preys upon people like that. I understand. I understand. But at the same time, she's she's aligned with the Republicans for years and years. I would like, I, and I know what the argument that I'm going to get returned is, he's not racist. No, he's not. He's not racist. That would be the argument. It wouldn't even be something as like, oh, you know, I can excuse 
this because we get this. You know, I, I don't like it, but we're getting so much more in return. It would be like, would a racist be friends with Kanye West? That's the argument I would get. I think you're right because part of following Trump is shutting out anything that um, violates your worldview right. that aligns with he's like the second coming of Christ. Yeah. He's perfect and he's, he's a great businessman and he's really competent and he's not racist and everything is fake news. So you're right. So even though he is a racist, it's because yeah. like the people who can see through the bullshit through the con, the people who are following him can see through the bullshit of the con. And so to them, what are you talking about? He's, first of all, he's this awesome businessman and he's making the, he's made the country great again and look how great the economy is going and look how, you know, he's attacking the pandemic in such an amazing way and no, he's not racist and, no. and look at, oh, Herman Cain, speaking of which, Her, we lost Herman Cain. Yes, Herman Cain, we lost Herman Cain. I was just thinking about how, you know, one might say, oh, well, you know, because like you said, Conway or Herman Cain were supporters and then boom, we lost Herman Cain. 999, the 999 plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, we lost, uh, uh, I'm surprised you didn't bring this one up, Peter Green, one of the original founders of Fleetwood Mac. Except that I know nothing about Peter Green, other than like he was one of the founders and he left the band. And he is a Jew, was a Jew, was a Jew. I, I wasn't picking him out that you would know it because he was Jewish. I was picking him out because yeah. you're a pretty big fan of Fleetwood Mac, and I thought yeah, maybe yeah, you were more familiar with him than I was. But Yeah, Darren, why do you think I would be interested in Peter Green for some reason? Because oh, you're a pretty big fan of Fleetwood Mac, more so than me, and would probably know him better than I did. Yeah, but I know... Just as much about Bob Welch, and of course, you know, all the, the classic and, lineup. And, and I didn't know Peter Green was Jewish, so. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm much, I'm much too ignorant to be anti-Semitic, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, also, John uh, Saxon uh, from Enter the Dragon and Nightmare on Elm Street. I liked him. He was a good actor. He passed away. Wait, what did he do in Nightmare on Elm Street? He was the father uh, of the uh, main character. Right! Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. The the, the, the police sheriff. officer, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, and uh, Becky Mullen, who was uh, the Sally the Farmer's daughter in Glow. Uh, if you do post the outtake, you'll hear a lot about that later. But uh, I watched Glow. Uh, she passed away. I'm sad. I did not watch Glow. Okay. I'm sad you're not because you don't know who I'm talking okay. about. Okay. All right. So is that it? Are we going to close the old in-memoriam um, journal, the uh, memorial journal, if you will, the great book of names? Yeah. The In Memoriam segment is now over. I wanted to briefly revisit. We had our, what did we call it? Our disappearing foods, our 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 our, um, our discontinued food segment. You remember that? Yes, yes, yes. We haven't had one in a while. So it's time to bring it out today because of all days, today is the day, in fact, when Taco Bell is phasing out a bunch of different menu items. And they announced it like a month ago. No. That they're phasing out, of, and to the day that they are phasing it out is today, my friend, August thirteenth. I don't know if it's all the, going away today, or they're, it's going to be like you know slowly phasing out the twenty menu items. But like we're losing classics like the seven layer burrito. What? Which has been around for decades. I have been yeah. eating the seven layer burrito at least since the nineteen nineties. Wow. Oh, losing the seven layer burrito. Now I want a seven sense, layer burrito. I've had one in decades either, but now now that you're telling me I can't have it, I want one. Exactly. So that's why, like, for the past week, I've had like two. <laughs> I've been braving the pandemic to go to Taco Bell to get one last fix of seven layer burrito. Yes. <laughs> I had it for dinner last night, as a matter of fact. Uh, 
What else? Uh, so uh, uh, I, I don't know. We should probably sort of include that in the in memoriam segment, like the seven layer burrito in memoriam. <laughs> that that is part of the nightmare scenario. So like, Taco Bell discontinues seven layer burrito. All my ex girlfriends show up. My parents move in. Um, I'm still I'm still mourning the seven layer burrito. Yeah, starting August thirteenth. Oh wow! And they're also getting rid of the grilled steak soft taco, nacho supreme. They get rid of nacho supreme. Yes, but they're going to keep the ball grande, so you can you can just upgrade from the two bucks. Okay, okay. The spicy tostada. Oh, it's so sad. You know what? I usually order when I go to Taco Bell. I shit you not. Actually, I shit you a lot because it's Taco Bell. <laughs> um, when I go to Taco Bell, my standard order is pretty much Nacho Supreme and a spicy tostada. They're getting rid of the cheesy Fiesta potatoes. What? I love those. Now, they're not getting rid of any nutritional items because, let's, let's, let's face it, there, there's never there's been, not, any never nutritional been items nutritional items. Never been there. No, no. So, you know, dodge the bullet there. But anyway, so that's it. And finally... Um, I'm getting a little bit nervous. It's it's unconfirmed, but I'm getting a little little bit nervous in regards to the hazelnut flavored M and M's. You ever tried those? Uh, yes, I have. So I did a little digging, and it turns out that maybe they've just reformulated it. They've like redone the recipe, and there's just sort of a a lag between the old ones disappearing and the new ones coming out. But mm-hmm. like, so the hazel the old hazelnut M and M's have definitely disappeared, and I'm cautiously optimistic that the reformulated Hazelnut M&M's will make their way back into the stores. Oh. Well, uh, listen to this. Hear that? Hear that? Hear that? Hear that? I do. That is a bag of hazelnut spread M&M's new recipe. That's Really? That's what I'm eating right now. Wow. Where'd you get them? I got them at Publix. They were in the clearance section. Two for three seventy nine. So I bought Uh-oh. two. Uh-oh. They're, they're the, in the sharing section. They're the sharing size or the eight point three ounce size. Mm. Shit, have they gotten rid of the new ones already? I don't know. This says new recipe: hazelnut spread. Mm, 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 mm. Delicious. Hmm. Interesting. So I'm still I have to get my hands on some of the new ones then. Yeah. So uh, today's a sad day in uh, in Taco Bell history. But so that's it. So let's do a couple stories. I know you have a story. First, let's just quick housekeeping. Um, Darren and Ted at gmail.com if you want to email us. Mm, yeah. Give us, <clears throat> just just uh, tell us what's on your mind. Just tell us that you're live, that you're listening. D-A-R. Wait, hold on. You do it because I, I have to clear my throat. D-A-R-I-N-A-N-D-T-E-D at, or the little at sign. <laughs> What about now? Dot com, or is it dot net, or is it dot pod, or is it dot gov? <laughs> the one second. Dot org, dot org. It's a dot org. It's Darren and Ted at gmail dot com. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what about now? Po- what about now? Was it? What about now? Podcast dot com. Yes. Yes. Uh, what about now? Podcast dot com. At what about now? Pod on Facebook Twitter and Twitter. And fi- Facebook, yeah. Uh, where can they listen? Where can they listen to us on Podbean and Stitcher and Castbox and iTunes? 
give us a rating? I recently got an email that said because Google was it Google Play Music is shutting down, so uh, I got an email saying that our podcast is going away there because there's no more going to be no more Google Play Music. We're off of Google. We've been we've been cut. We've been canceled, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. This is our last episode. We've been canceled by Google Play Music. Um, now there is a, a Google podcast. What? Oh, we're back on. No, I'm not. I don't think we ever got into Google Podcasts. Oh, so yeah, we're canceled. Um, it, it was it was a great run. Um, I had a lot of fun doing this show, um, but now that we're no longer Google Play Music, um, there's nowhere else you can find us. So we'll you're, be signing you're, off. We're still on Castbox. No, no, that's just not true. No, oh, we're, we're not, still on we're Castbox. Not, we're still on Castbox. Okay, okay. Still there. We're still on Podbean. You know, I have no idea because I've not checked out those other places in quite some time. So I have no idea. Maybe Rich could take a look and tell us. <laughs> Hi, Rich. We don't even know where we're at. (laughs) But, uh, let's see. What else? Oh, I'll I'll, I'll have you know. I I just opened up my Podbean app because I do have it. Um, We are on Podbean still. We have one follower and 21 plays. Is it you? I have not really listened to it on Podbean, so it must be other people. I think I've listened to one or two, but this is probably other people that have listened to it. It has to be. But yeah, we're 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 current thirty eight episodes uh, listed on Podbean. So and go go listen to us on Podbean. We need to bring these numbers up. There's there's all right one place. That was the oddest thing, but I just noticed for the previous episode, um, we suddenly got a bump of like a hundred listens over the past month. It was kind of odd. Ooh, maybe we're finally registering with some people. Because we crossed, we didn't get any subscribers, we crossed a thousand listens on CastBox. And then it was in this, I checked back and all of a sudden we were at 1.1k. And I'm like, wait a minute, we just Ooh. got a, wow, that was amazing, right? But not no extra subscribers, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Maybe that's telling us something. <laughs> they listen and like, okay. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> that's not going to stop us. It shall not. We are screaming into the void till we both drop dead. Exactly. What else? Uh, so we have a crap cache. We're not going to anything new. We decide until the pandemic's over. But yeah. If yeah, you do, I've, I've, if you do, send us the phrase that pays, which is Darren. That's your cue. Seven layer burrito. Perfect. You read my mind. You absolutely read my mind. <laughs> Seven layer burrito is the phrase that pays. Yes, and uh, we would offer to put a seven layer burrito in the crap cache. Except, sorry, they're discontinued, and we really don't want to send food through this anyway. Plus, <laughs> because Sarah- with the mail service going the way it's going, it's going to be a while before you get it. <laughs> exactly. So, like, it sits it sits in my basement for a month, and with you know the sour cream and the guacamole on it, and then it sits in the mail. Uh, mail truck for another couple weeks, you know. I know what I'm going to put in the in, in the in the crap cash. I'm going to put in a mail-in ballot. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you trying to get us involved in like voter fraud? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, it's not going to be like a legitimate one. <laughs> I'm going to make one. Like, do you like me? Check yes or no. <laughs> uh. You do that if you have some spare time on your on your hands. By all means, you do that. But so let's get to the the haha. We hit, let's wrap it up. Another ten, fifteen, twenty minutes. And let's wrap it up. Come on. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll just do a, a 
quick story. So um, you're up. You're up. I'm up. I'm up. So I, I did take a little vacation. Uh, I went to um, to to the mountains of North Georgia for for about a week. Um, got a, a cabin with another couple and uh, basically just isolated myself up there in in nature, kind of away from people, and uh, had a really nice time. Uh, and during that nice time, uh, we decided that you know since we were gonna spend most of the time in the cabin, we brought a lot of of, of alcohol. You know, uh-huh. A lot of food. We had, you know, we we cooked a lot. We ate a lot. We drank a lot. And then I managed to score some other recreational uh, things to to use during well, our week there. It's legal in Florida, right? Let's say it is. <laughs> Let's say I have a prescription. But now, is it necessarily legal in Georgia? Let's say I have a prescription. Because. Like some of the worst places you ever want to get caught would be like southern states <laughs> with contraband, you know, like illegal seven layer burritos, for example. Well, I, I, I hold have smoked. Hold on, hold on. Okay. So, okay. did you have an did you have an eight layer burrito? <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy that way. I filled it with cheesy fiesta potatoes. Woo! <laughs> no, a mythical eight layer burrito with a little, uh, little, uh, little. Of the, the a special herb and spice, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, no, I did not have a seven or eight layer burrito. What I did have is I don't like I, I I will smoke it at times, but I'm not big on smoking. Uh, and my wife does not like smoking at all. Uh, and I wanted her to try to enjoy it. Uh, and um, and the 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 other couple, the 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 husband, is not much on smoking but he would have tried it in edible form and his wife uh she 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 can do whatever because she's she's she parties like that so hmm. um so i managed to score some edibles okay and i i took it with with us up there and we had two evenings of edibles but they were two different edibles the first one that i had was they called it hashtella it was in a Nutella form. So we had some graham crackers, and you would take uh, uh, some of the hashtella and spread it on the, on the graham cracker and, um, and, 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 and ingest it. Um, I have to say, it, the taste was pretty strong. Um, pretty strong on the hash side. Uh, the chocolate didn't really mask it. Enough. Was it not a pleasant taste? Not really, no. Um, but the effect was very pleasant. Okay. At least it was for me, and it was for my friend's wife. So we, she is uh, a little bit younger than, than, than us. She's in her 30s. And so she's missed out on some of the things we consider classic cinema. And so one of the things she missed out on was she had never seen Blazing Saddles. So we huh. had decided to sit down and watch Blazing Saddles. Uh and so we, we, we indulged in the Nutella, the Hashtella, and started watching, watching Plays and Saddles. And me and her had a great time. We just absolutely, positively lost it halfway through that movie. And it wasn't even the movie that triggered it. It was one person laughing, causing the other one to laugh, causing the other one to laugh more, and just basically, absolutely, positively losing yeah. it. So we had a fantastic time. Great. Uh, my buddy did not. He said he felt like he was hung over like immediately and didn't like the feeling. 
Wow. My wife finally did get high, but even she did not like it. She got uh, like a kind of a intense high for a little bit, and then it kind of went away, and she kind of got a headache, and she didn't care for it. So, but me and 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 his wife, great time, wonderful. So we go into the next night. And the next night, and, and alcohol is again involved in this as well. I've been drinking before. The first night I drank again, this night. And we were watching... She had not seen Guardians of the Galaxy, so we watched Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. And we were watching that. Wait, how did she miss Guardians of the Galaxy? That was like ten years ago. Five years ago? She, Five or ten years ago. How did she miss that? Because she was raising two kids by herself, so... Okay. Excuses. Yeah. Yeah, excuses, being a mother and all that shit. Um, so, this time we did not have Hashtella. We had Nerd Rope. And what Nerd Rope is, it's like that Laffy Taffy candy. Uh-huh. But uh, uh, on, the, on the outside is the Nerd's candy, like, stuck to it. So, uh, I, I was instructed to take a small piece and, and give it about an hour. And I'd already been drinking, so I took a small piece, and I gave it probably 45 minutes. I probably didn't give it an hour. And I wasn't really feeling anything. So I decided to go ahead and take another piece that ended up being much larger than I intended, because it didn't Oops. tear right, and yeah. I just took the whole thing. Oh, boy. So we're watching Guardians of the Galaxy... And then all of a sudden, I felt like I couldn't stand up. Like, if I were to stand up, I would immediately fall. Uh-huh. And I just started getting super paranoid. And so, like, I would steal... We're all watching the movie, and I'm watching the movie. And I would be watching the movie, and I'm like, Oh, yeah. This is this part where this happened. I like this part. And then I'd start staring at the TV, and then I'd be like, What did I just watch? I forget what I just watched. And so I look over and I steal glances to the left and to the right of me just to see if anybody was paying attention because it was like obviously to me obvious to me that I was acting strange and everybody was noticing. And I would like steal glances over my wife to see if she was noticing, and she wasn't noticing. And then I was thinking, I'm mad at her for not noticing. Why aren't you noticing me acting strange? Because damn it, if you were in love with me, you would notice how really freaked out I am right now. So I'm sitting there and I start like shifting back and forth like I'd lean back in the chair and then I'd lean forward in the chair and then like that would get uncomfortable because I felt like I'd fall forward so I let I would lean back again and my feet are like constantly like moving the entire time and I can see that they're moving I'm like people have got to be noticed that I'm freaking out and no one's no one's paying a damn bit of attention to me they're all watching the movie and so this goes on which felt like forever but it was probably like five minutes you know but it felt like it went on forever till finally i decided i i've got to get up i have got to stand up and i gotta go to the kitchen and get my phone because i left it in the kitchen and i just i just i just gotta go up and get my get my phone so i i, I went and i stood up and i'm like i'm standing like rock straight up like freaking frankenstein and I start walking, like, very slowly, like, <laughs> taking these steps, like, one misstep and I'm going to fall off a, 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 a ravine or something, into a ravine or something, just slowly stepping till I, till I make my way into the kitchen. My wife had gotten up to get a drink of water, and I'm in the kitchen, I pick up my phone, 
And I see my wife standing there, and I look at her, and I'm like, I don't like this at all. She's like, no? I'm like, I don't like this at all. This is not a good feeling. I'm going to go to bed. And she goes, okay. And she starts to walk away. I'm like, no. You have to lead me there. I cannot make it to the bed on my own. (laughs) So I have her lead me to the bed step by step because I am not walking by myself. So I go ahead and I lay in the bed and the movie is still going on and there's nothing but shooting and explosions. And I'm like, so paranoid. I'm like, okay, that's the movie. Wait, that sounds like it's coming from outside. Are they shooting at us? Wait, no, that's the movie. They don't have lasers in Georgia. No, this, this, and it's just like the worst, the most awful feeling. And the worst part is that I tried to go to sleep and I started to doze off. But, you know, when you have that dream where you're falling and you, like, right before you hit, you jerk yourself awake, that, that falling dream that you get? I've, I've never actually had that dream before. No? I've had, well, no, I've, I've had plenty of dreams where I was, like, flying. Yeah. Yeah, have that dream six times in a row is what was happening to me. I would start to doze off and immediately My jerk myself awake. And then I would start to doze off some more and then immediately jerk myself awake again. And I just, it was not a good experience. So, hashtella good, nerd rope, not so much. And, and even the whole next day, I was just, like, completely out of sorts. For Are you sure it wasn't, it wasn't, like, how much you had instead of what you had? I'm sure that was part of it. The, the, um, the funny thing is, is um, my, my buddy's wife did it. Uh, my buddy didn't do it. He, like, the night before was enough. Same with my wife. The night before was enough. She did it, and she didn't have the reaction. She said she felt good. She didn't have the reaction. But the funny thing is, a friend of mine supplied me with this stuff. She had tried it like, around the same time I did. She got it for me, but she got some for herself. And she actually tried it like a few days after I did, not knowing my story. And the same thing happened to her. Super paranoid. Just... Had and she said she felt it for a couple of days afterwards, like wow. completely out of sorts. So we both agreed this this one is not for us. So the particular the particular strain, like because you can have different strains, you can have different balances of the yeah yeah exactly. It's, I, I don't I, know. Whatever whatever strain was in this just it was not suited to my personality. So not at all. And I've I. I am not in any way, shape, or form a, a, a pothead. I have smoked and, 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 and done edibles and stuff before. Normally, I do it once, maybe twice a year. Um, over the maybe the past six, seven years. So not that often. I'm not, you know, I don't. I'm definitely don't do it every day. Like I said, once or twice a year. Um, but I've never had a bad reaction to it. Um, this was the, the first bad reaction I had. No, uh, no. never again. Not that one. Are you just? Are you gonna say no? Are you saying just say no? I'm saying just say no to nerd rope. Oh, okay. Drugs are good. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. Uh, all right. So had a little, had a little problem. Had a little bad trip. Sounds like. A little bad trip. You know, I'm sure uh, uh, Kamala Harris would probably put me in prison for it, but, yeah, you know. Uh, so, it had nothing to do with Georgia. 
Mm. As far as the reaction? Like being like, in Georgia? Like uh, your your surroundings or in, being in the middle of nowhere or it was your your environment, your it was it was you don't think it had anything to do with your environment. It was strictly just bad shit. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I mean, yeah, we were in the mountains, and so... You yeah, know, oh, how, wait a minute, thinner. wait a minute, how high were thinner. you? Wait, no, yeah, how high were you altitude-wise? I bet, I don't know, I couldn't tell you. I mean, it's, it, it's pretty high up, so... Oh. I mean, it, it, I guess it could be. Altitude. My, my friend who had the same reaction was in Florida at her house, so... Alright, so, and what is the moral of the story? Uh, when they say take a small amount, wait an hour, take a small amount, wait an hour. Don't rush it. Let, but if, let the high... <laughs> don't, don't, don't chase the high, let the high come to you. That's the moral. So, you accidentally ate too much, or like you just got impatient? I thought you said that you initially just tore off too much. No, initially it took a small amount. It said wait an hour. I waited about 45 minutes. Then I took too much. On top of that, I had been drinking. So, oh, ouch, ouch, doubling up, yes. man. Oh, oof. Yeah. So it was, it, you know, it was a whole mix of things there. <laughs> so we got a little combination. Maybe if yeah. any of our listeners are more well-versed in, in, the, uh, in the world of um, THC, they can explain what exactly went wrong there. Is it, I'm too much of a rookie? Is it, I'm too much, I had too much alcohol? You know, if, if you're a listener and, and, and you want to weigh in, leave a comment. What is it about this particular uh, experience that went wrong for me? What do you so think now, I, I think the funniest thing is the fact that you said that they don't have lasers in Georgia. So, like, they don't... First of all, they have lasers in Georgia. They don't have, not, like... Not the ra- kind you blast spaceships with. They don't have those anywhere, Darren. It's not just Georgia. <laughs> I, was, I was making a joke because I was very high. <laughs> they don't have lasers. They don't have, they don't have uh, like ray, like uh, I mean, like blasters, like laser blasters. I was like trying something. to explain what my my drug-addled brain was going through right then and there. Obviously, they don't have laser space lasers anywhere. But for the sake of the joke and what I was thinking at the time, misconstruing the sounds of Guardians of the Galaxy with something that was going on outside the cabin in the mountains. We're gonna have a lightning round. What do they have in Georgia, and what don't they have in Georgia? Which one do you want to do first? Uh, what do what do they have in Georgia? Yes. Okay. What do they have in Georgia? I'll start out with peaches. Um, coronavirus. Yes. Clay. Um, rednecks. Football uh, teams that choke in the Super Bowl. Voter suppression. Uh oh, uh, fudge and uh, pecan pie. Um, uh, rednecks that chase <laughs> black black men that have been walking through an empty uh, construction house down the street in a, in a pickup truck and then shoot them. Oh, also the voter voter fraud. Voter fraud. Yes, they have that as well. Okay, what does Georgia not have? Well, Georgia definitely does not have space lasers. (laughs) (laughs) 
They do not have space lasers. Georgia does not have probably a good educational public educational system. Um, Georgia does not have a chance of leading the way in progressive politics. Uh, Georgia, I don't know. Georgia. Oh, I I do want to add one thing to the what they do have because this was as of as 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 of this week. Georgia has probably the first elected QAnon follower to the House of Representatives. Oh, so Georgia does, did, does not have any sanity whatsoever. Did you did you see that little uh, story this week? I did. Yeah. Well, she well she I thought she just won her primary. She won the primary, but it's an R twenty seven district, an okay. R plus twenty seven district. She won the primary. She's going to the House of Representatives. Um, <clears throat> Georgia probably does not have. Um, uh, it's probably not without the influence of Russia. Now, I'm, of course, speaking of the country of Georgia, not the state of Georgia. We didn't actually oh. specify. <laughs> Russia is a very large influence on the country of Georgia. Didn't they, yes. Russia evaded Georgia a while back? Yeah, yeah. That was um, that was whole part of the thing with Ukraine and, and taking over uh, that part of the Baltic Sea and all that shit. So. so what else does Georgia not have? Georgia does not have... Well, I mean... Uh, they definitely don't have the seven-layer burrito anymore. No, they don't. They don't have well-thought-out, well-planned traffic patterns around the, the city of Atlanta. That's what they don't Huh. Have. Interesting. And Georgia definitely... We're going to end on this, I think. Georgia definitely does not have Charlie Daniels anymore. Oh. But they still have the devil. They still have the devil. They still have he the devil. He lives there every day. Yeah, he went down there. He never left. Devil went down to Georgia, and he's like, wow, I, I think I'm going to stay. It's lovely. <laughs> you know what my greatest fear is? Your what? When my, what? My greatest fear is that when my daughters are teenagers, I catch them doing drugs, and I give them a whole lecture, uh-huh. and then one of them brings out this podcast and plays it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what else? Did we pretty much cover everything? We were going to do I've, our... Oh, I didn't do my story. I, yeah, I, yeah. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up with your story. So. I don't really have too much, other than that. As a change, instead of Florida being under the gun, so to speak, about uh, hurricanes, it turns out that, that we had a little um, hurricane scare because <laughs> was it last week, the week before, we had Isai. Uh, I'm gonna fuck this up, but yeah. um, uh, where is Isaias? Isaias. It was a tropical Isaias. storm, and and I swear. Um, my house, my, the area where I live, the greater Baltimore area, was under a tropical storm warning for tropical storm Isaias. So, and the funny thing is, we had been conversing just a couple of days before when you were asking me about, are you ready for the tropical storm slash hurricane? Because the original trajectory was right at my house. <laughs> right along the treasure coast of Florida. <laughs> yeah. And so... And, and what did I tell you? I was like, I, I think I communicated to you. It's like the mood in Florida right then around that area was we don't give a fuck. We're done. We were completely and totally unbothered by the whole idea of of this thing hitting. Nobody put up storm. The only, I, I, I literally did a drive-by the, the, the day before it was supposed to hit. It was supposed to hit like Sunday morning. I went by around Saturday. I was like, 
I was like, should I put up shutters? And I'm like, no, you know what? I'm not going to. Nobody around my neighborhood is putting up shutters. The only ones that had put up shutters were people had like the 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 accordion shutters that you could just right. quickly snap into place. Yeah. Um, but if you had to do any like real labor, nobody was doing it. I decided to go ahead and drive to the grocery store because I just needed weekend groceries. And doing so, I kind of took the long way and took a look at some some neighborhood. I would say less than ten percent of the homes boarded up. Um, the grocery store uh, was the usual amount of packed for the weekend. Um, they had pallets of water out there for people to buy, and they were just pretty much sitting there. Nobody cared. Nobody thought it was a problem. We're just... Not only are we used to it in Florida, but right this year, we're just so done with everything else that it, it really... A hurricane was, like, the least of our problems. We just didn't care. Yeah, so don't have two shits to give, right? Yeah, we, we were just out of... We're out of shit, we're out of fucks, we're out of all of it, so. <laughs> We didn't. There wasn't too much of a uh, hullabaloo, too much of a uh, a thing up here as far as it. There are we were tropical storm warnings and like, but it wasn't too bad. Nobody's really panicking. So I, being a Floridian, the night before, I'm like, come on, I got to do something. At the very least, I decided I wasn't going to take in everything from the patio. But what I would do is I would like I I took in like a couple of the small things. And, like, the rest of the things I secured. Like, I basically went out there and I zip-tied all the chairs to the railing. So, the only, so like, I had these zip-ties because I, I needed, like, one zip-tie because I was doing something. I wasn't, like, you know, me and wife were trying to have a little have a little extra fun, little little try to spice things up in the bedroom. So, I ordered some zip-ties. I only needed one zip-tie. <laughs> Got this whole giant pack of zip-ties. And, uh... And so I said, well, how are these giant pack of zip ties? And so when I went, I went out there, I said, I'll compromise. Instead of taking everything in from the, the deck, which is a pain in the ass, I'll go out there and I'll take in, like, the little plastic chair and the little plastic picnic table for my kids. And I went around and I zip tied every other piece of heavy furniture, like, the, you know, the, the normal chairs, the normal table things. I zip tied it all to the railing of the deck. And uh, it's still, as of this day, as of right now, still zip tied to the Everything's still zip tied, and like my wife has given me a job. Oh, did I? I did. I totally forgot. My wife's out of town. My wife's out of town till Saturday, and again, when my wife leaves town with the kids, she gives me a list of like a hundred things to do. And one of them is I have to clean up the deck. I have to Un- unzip tie the uh, chairs from the. <laughs> I have to unzip tie the chairs, put everything back. Uh-huh. A good five minutes worth of work, but that's on my list. Yeah. And you're gonna do it five minutes before she comes back home. <laughs> Pretty much as the car, as the car is pulling from the driveway. Yeah, I'll be up there, out there frantically unzipping. I, I I just I just got this image of the end of Ferris Bueller where he's trying to run to beat his parents home, you know, uh-huh. to get back into bed. It's just like I I just got this image of you like running with like safety scissors in your hands, just trying to cut zip ties <laughs> as she's pulling into the driveway. I will make sure to put on that song. And this is, a, I don't even, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Again, we don't want to pay royalties, so I'm not going yeah. to do it. But, like, I'm going to look it up for a little bit. What is the, what is it's, the? I think, I think the band was, was Yellow or Mellow or something. Mellow Yellow? I don't know. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think Mellow. Yeah. Or is yeah. it Yellow? I'm going to look it up right, I'm going to look it up right now. It yeah. was Yellow. Yeah, it's by Yellow. Let's go, oh, yeah, yeah by Yellow. Mm-hmm. So. Wow, good job. Good deep cut there. <laughs> so I'll put, I will put on Oh Yeah by Yellow as I okay. zip tie, unzip tie the deck. But that's it. So um, that was my big I, SAS preparation. And then we got absolutely zero damage. 
Actually, we've been getting like way more damage, or not damage, but impact. Like there's been a horrible rain all week. Flash right. flood warning yesterday. Flash yeah, flood watch all day today. That's been like way worse, but yeah. Uh, I'm kind of surprised because you, you a couple podcasts ago you were uh, talking about aluminum siding hitting your deck just from like normal wind. I'm, I was like thinking an entire wall was going to fall on your deck this time. So, but I think the neighbor actually went out and repaired the siding, so it was more like oh uh, uh, okay okay. Yeah, it's just a repair issue. <laughs> anyway, so came through unscathed. Um, you know, managed to ride out Isaias with no loss of life or property, and we're just lovely now. And uh, that's it. But I like I was the only fool out there. I'm as I'm out there. I'm like, oh, we got to prepare for the hurricane. I'm like, you could tell the Floridian was out there, all panicking about the tropical storm. It's like, what? Nobody else is going to even take in their, you know, their <laughs> light, you know, shit that can blow around? I mean, come on. Whereas in Florida, actual Floridians saw it coming as a possible Cat 1 and still said, meh. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, fuck it. They're, they're right. Okay, so like, my, I tweeted about this a while back, but, so there's, you know, idiots who have hurricane parties, and there's idiots now who have COVID parties. So... Wouldn't it be amazing if you're under hurricane warning to have a hurricane COVID party in Florida? That would be awesome. A bunch of college kids get together to see who gets COVID first while <laughs> the hurricane is coming right for them. Hurricane COVID party. We really are living in the dumbest timeline. Uh, I guess it depends where you live. Uh, did you say did you say the dumbest timeline? Yes, yes. I, I, I subscribe to the theory of multiple timelines. Oh, the multiverse. Uh, oh, oh, multiverse, yes. And this is the dumbest one. By far. So, uh, if you had the opportunity, you would... Okay, here. If you had the choice to, to hop timelines, would you hop into the timeline in which Hillary won the election, or the one in which there are space lasers in Georgia? Which one would you go to? <laughs> or, wait, wait, or, or the one where they did not discontinue the seven-layer burrito. Choose. I have to say, any timeline where Georgia is advanced enough to have space lasers is got to be pretty good for humankind. Now, I would still, I would still go for the seven layer burrito. Oh, okay. I don't really want Georgia to have space lasers. Space lasers. I can't trust them with space lasers. <laughs> what state could you trust with a space laser? Uh, hmm. Well, what's the state you could trust the most? What's a trustworthy state? I don't know, probably one of the, like, Vermont or something, maybe. Is Vermont trustworthy? Maybe, maybe. maybe. No, Rhode Island would, would, would try to compensate for their, for their size. So you don't want Rhode Island to have it. Uh, they could all go, all go off all half-cocked, be like, start fucking... Yeah, because they get their space laser. They're, they're all... You know what? We might be able to trust Maine, because if Susan Collins is an indication, you never get past concerned with Maine. So, you sometimes get very concerned. How big are the space lasers? Because you have to consider, like, you, if you have the room. I don't know if a space laser, a giant space big laser... Big enough to take on a Cree warship, I'll tell you that. Would it fit? Would a space laser even fit in Rhode Island? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, probably not. Maybe if they built up and kind of elevated it, it could. Okay. Yeah. So. 
I, I, I think they, they try to get revenge for everyone picking on them for their size, so I don't think it's a good idea. Okay, so a little homework assignment. Let's decide what state should get the space laser. But I think we should get going because I'm about to run out of space on the recorder. So <laughs> we got, okay, thirty seconds. We got to wrap it up. Quick shout out to sponsors. We got, of course, Taco Bell. And Taco M&Ms. Bell, Space Lasers, Guardians of the Galaxy, Nerd Rope, M and M's, Fascism, what? the Post Office. Go buy stamps. Lots of Go stamps. Go buy some stamps. Yes. Go buy some stamps. Anyway, everybody, stay safe. Try to survive. Until next time, this is Darren. And this is Ted. And this is What About Now? Wow, that was the harshest sign-off you've ever done.